Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests those whom he loves the most. I heard this so often. Every time someone was going through a hardship, this line was repeated to them. When my mom passed away, I was told this. When someone is struggling to get married, they're told this. When someone is struggling to have a child, they're told this. Every single time I was going through a test, I repeated this line to myself. I reassured myself that yes, this test is difficult, but at least I know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves me. But the question is, is this true? Is this way of thinking really true? That is what we'll be talking about in today's episode. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Resilient Muslima podcast. Join me, Mariam Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Growing up, my brother and I were considered to be the religious children. We had both memorized Quran at a young age and we both went to an Islamic school majority of our schooling. We dressed modestly and we were pretty respectful. Parents around would, I'm not even kidding, would make da'a for their children to be like us. We were put on this pedestal that we never really felt like we deserved, but because this was an identity that was given to us by so many people around us, even from our parents, from a young age, both of us had adapted it. Because remember, who you are today is actually just a collection of identities that were given to you by the people around you growing up, unless you purposefully change them, which a lot of us don't, and at that point I had not. And so... I started identifying myself as someone religious. I grew up telling myself I am the religious one. And I told myself I am someone who is in deen. And my brother did the same. You know, he actually, mashallah, he's actually a part-time imam now at the one of the most biggest masajids in Dallas. And he is also on the board of directors for that masjid. And so, mashallah, he's doing, he's doing a great job. Anyways, that's beside the point. We as a family actually had a lot of struggles growing up. And so I actually always thought, oh... Maybe this is because we're religious and we're close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests those whom he loves the most, right? And so when I turned 20 and my mom was diagnosed with cancer, that's when I actually really started to question this belief. I was no longer convinced that those whom Allah loves the most are tested the most. Or at least the way I was interpreting the phrase was incorrect. I was thinking anyone who's religious is going to have a very difficult life in dunya. And I'm at the point in my life now where life is, again, very, very difficult and probably the most difficult it has ever been. And so I'm going back to the same questioning I had when I was 20 years old. Is it worth to be religious if that means that this life is going to be so difficult? And even what it means to be religious, that's something that I will discuss maybe in a future episode. But for this, it just means in terms of Feeling like you are doing, you are checking all the boxes of Islam. You're praying, you're reading Quran, you memorize Quran, you're, you know, leading salat, the masjid, if that's something you can do. You're going to the masjid regularly, you're dressing modestly, wear hijab properly. All of the quote-unquote what makes a person religious in today's paradigm of being a Muslim. But anyways, I'll talk about that in a different episode because I do have a lot of thoughts on what today's paradigm of Islam is like and what being religious really means. And so we'll talk about that inshallah. But for the sake of this one, my definition in that sense was I felt like I was religious. I felt like I was doing more than the average person does to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's how I felt. Now, I don't know if that's true, but that is how I felt. And so when I was 20, I was actually doing this questioning. I was asking myself, is it really worth to be quote unquote religious if it means that your life will just be more difficult? And it was coming from a place of grief and anger. That's where I was questioning this. Now, when I'm asking myself this, it's coming more from genuine curiosity. Am I being tested so much because I want to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I'm trying to be close to him? 
Or is it because I'm not close enough to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or is this how the prophets were tested as well? I have so many questions now. And so I was reading in a book called Allah Loves. And in chapter 5 of it, there's a passage that mentions a hadith from the Prophet ﷺ where he said, Ask Allah for his favor as Allah Almighty loves to be asked. Among the best acts of worship is to patiently wait in expectation of relief. Which is, this is uh, in Sunan At-Tirmidhi. The last part of that hadith was something I had actually never heard before. I was thinking, so that means every time we're being tested and we're making dua in hopes of relief, that is when we are being rewarded a lot. In that waiting period, I found that to be quite interesting and comforting as well. But that still didn't answer my curiosity around why be extra religious if this dunya is going to be difficult because of that. Why not just do the fara'id, just do the obligatory acts, so you're still considered a Muslim, but not anything more than that. Because the closer you are to Allah, the more difficult this dunya is, right? But I finally got clarity around this question. The interpretation of the test is what matters. It's a story you tell yourself about the trial. That is actually how trauma is formed. Trauma comes from the story of the event that we tell ourselves. This is why two people raised in the same household can have two very different outcomes. It's because how they viewed the hardship they went through. Some people use the hardship to empower themselves and some use it to victimize themselves. So when we use the test that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us through to victimize ourselves, then we'd rather not be tested at all. We'd rather not be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'd just rather do the obligatory acts and that's it. And for some people, they may not even want to do that. However, when we use the trials to empower ourselves, well, this is where the fruits of Islam, again, this is where they show. This is where we're told so much of the reward. That there is reward in going through the test. There is reward in making dua for help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is reward in the patience during the test. There is reward in passing the test. There is reward in coming out better than before the test. And there is reward in this life and the next. So, now that that was cleared up, I understood now why people are being tested and what purpose a test serves in our life. I had another question. Why are some people tested way more than others? When I share the things that I have been through in my life, the shock that I see in people's face is actually insane. It's as if they're listening to one of the saddest stories. And when I hear their struggles, I sometimes think, wow, that actually sounds so much nicer and easier. And yes, I know there's always more to a person's struggles than meets the eye. But... Some people's struggle are genuinely harder than others. The person who's going through a loss of a job or even a divorce is going through extreme difficulties, right? Losing a job or getting divorced is not easy. But if you compare that to someone right now who is in Gaza, losing family members left and right, losing their homes, losing limbs, that is considered to be much more extreme difficulties. If you just, I'm not talking about like person to person, I'm just talking about in general, if you were to just base it off of facts of what's happening, that sounds much, much harder. Now, people's interpretation is obviously different, but for majority of people would agree that people who are losing their family members left and right is in a more difficult position than someone who has lost a job, right? That's where the beauty of Islam also comes in. Because both of these people are going to be rewarded for their trials. The person who has lost a job and the person who is losing family members. And the biggest thing I've learned from all the trials that I've been through is that having trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is key. Reminding yourself that this life will end. That everyone in this world is going to die and end up in the same place on the day of judgment standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's when you can really put things into perspective because if you're scared of being quote-unquote religious because you think that you will be tested more, 
That's not what's actually happening. You're not being tested more because you are closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What's happening is that you are actually close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you are tested. The tests are what actually make you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not the opposite. I used to think that me doing all of the quote-unquote religious things is making me closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is making me go through all the hardships. No, it's going through the hardships that actually can make you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's in those moments that you turn to Him the most, right? And if you have the habit of turning to Him in in difficult times, then it's easier to develop the habit to turn to Him in in happy times as well and easy times as well because you start to value those times so much more and you start to understand the the love and the feelings that you get from being close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I'm telling you when you pray tahajjud when you pray salah when you're close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you you feel the connection with him it it changes you and I'm telling you from personal experiences that the times that I have prayed the most tahajjud in my life is when I am going through difficulties. It's not when life is going beautiful and easy and stuff. It's actually much more difficult for me to wake up for tahajjud because the motivation, sadly, does not stay. Right? We're insan. We actually, that's how we operate. Is that when we are in difficulty, that's when we're going to seek out help. Right? You're not going to seek out help when you don't need help. Right? The only time you're going to seek out help is when you need help. And so when we're tested, that's actually us becoming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so my brain has completely shifted now. Now when I am tested, I don't tell myself I'm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala test those whom he loves the most. That's not really what I tell myself. I tell myself is that by being tested, I am being given the opportunity to develop my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I can get closer to him because of these trials. And at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving me the trials and he's going to find me the way out, right? Because he's promised us that he will provide for us where we don't even expect from, right? That's in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Talaq, Ayah 3, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بَالِغُ أَمْرِهِ قَدْ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ And will provide for him from where he does not expect. And whoever relies upon Allah, then he is sufficient for him. Indeed, Allah will accomplish his purpose. Allah has already set for everything a decreed extent. And so we're literally told in the Qur'an by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will provide for us from where we don't expect. And so things will get easier. Things always get easier. If you rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your life will become easier. And so, yes, in the short term, having a life with less difficulties sounds amazing. But in the long term, having a life full of difficulties sounds amazing because your status in Jannah will be so much higher. And again, the definition of difficulties also varies person to person. Some people don't even view their difficulties as difficulties because they're looking at it from a different perspective. They're looking at it from, this dunya is going to end. The more difficulties I go through means the more opportunities I have to become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more push and drive I have, the more motivation I have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is what's going to elevate me in the future. That is what is also going to elevate me even in this dunya. And the best part is if you're truly close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the story you're going to tell yourself about the hardships that you're going through will always empower you. Because think about it. If the story you tell yourself is always empowering you, then are you really going through a difficulty? Are you really going through a hardship? Because this dunya truly is a long game. The minute you make it the short game, the minute you think that this dunya is is it, that's it, after the dunya there is nothing, that is when you level down. 
that is when you start to lose. You have to remember that this dunya is a long game because it is the first step into akhirah, right? This is a longer game. This is not just for this. We're not we're not only in this planet to serve the dunya. We're here for a much, much bigger picture and that is what we have to remember. And so the next time that you are faced with a difficulty, really ask yourself, is this difficulty getting me closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or is it really a difficulty? Am I really just looking at it as something that is a hardship and am I turning away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of it? Perspective matters and how you view your difficulties matters. That's all I have for you today. I really hope that this episode was helpful and if you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody and give me a review. I'd love to read it and inshallah if you want to talk to me directly, you can always DM me on my Instagram. My username is Mariam Asama Official. I'd love to hear from you and with that, I'll end the way I always end. Make sure to make dua for someone that you love today. May Allah grant you all the afiyah. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.